Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. Hello and welcome to this episode of Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. My name is Sarah. And my name is Jonathan. And today in the podcast, we've got something fun for you. You may have heard about it, but maybe you've never tried it out. Or you may have had this experience way back in the 70s or the 80s. Oh, gosh, Jonathan, you may be dating yourself here. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) That's right. We are talking about a retro trend that is emerging once again due to the rules and regulations of social distancing in the age of coronavirus. And what we are talking about is drive-in cinema. Woohoo! That's right. A giant screen, a movie and lots of cars in the open air. This vintage cinematic experience almost fell into oblivion, but actually, right now, it's making a huge comeback. Jonathan, I have to confess, I've actually never been to a drive-in movie. What? No, no, I don't know. I just never had the experience. Wow. Have you? Yeah, I mean, I used to go a lot with my mom. My very first drive-in movie experience was watching Superman with Christopher Reeves uh, on the big screen at the drive-in, and it was awesome. I was just a kid, and it was my mom and me, and we had the best time. It was really one of my my first childhood memories. And um, it sounds a little bit cheesy, but uh, at the end when Superman saves the day, there was this big moment, and in the drive-in theater, all these fireflies started buzzing around the entire drive-in. And I honestly thought that Superman himself had released the fireflies for everyone. That's very nice. Exactly, right? So that's a superpower in and of itself. I mean, talk about 4D cinema, right? (laughs) Well, whether like me, you've never been to a drive-in or maybe you're an experienced drive-in movie person, uh, we still have five tips for you to make it as magical as possible, but maybe without fireflies. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, let's start with tip number one, which is... The car, that's obvious perhaps, but yes, it is pretty important. Totally. I mean, what would a drive-in cinema be without an actual car, right? Right, right, right. So a car is, of course, the basic requirement when going to a drive-in cinema. It's kind of a given that you're going to be in a car for this experience. But also, to make this a fun adventure, you should bring along some friends. You can think about who you'd like to watch the open-air film with. Exactly. I mean, and for a fun date night or with a friend, convertibles or compact cars are perfect. But, you know, if you want to take your whole family with you, then it could get a little bit tricky. So we've got this insider tip for you. Park the car backwards. That's right. Ah. Park it backwards. You're going to fold down the back seat and then line the trunk with comfy pillows and blankets to make it all nice and cozy. Yeah. You know, cars are more adaptable maybe than people think. Mm. And Jonathan, this is such a genius idea. (laughs) But, you know, we have to remember as a rule of thumb and again, especially in times of coronavirus and social distancing, if you have a lot of people who want to come along for the drive-in movie experience, it might be best to go with more than one car. Mm. 
So remember, the more people going, the more cars you will probably need for the best viewing pleasure. Exactly. And, you know, if everyone parks their cars backwards, it could be kind of like a tailgate party, but for open air cinemas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a really good idea, Jonathan. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So let's move on to tip number two, which is technology. Yes. So some of our podcast listeners may be wondering, how do you actually listen to the movie audio? Exactly. Well, no worries, because we got you covered. See, in a drive-in movie, the sound is transmitted to the car radio via an FM frequency. So all you really have to do is tune in onto the radio and let your car's stereo system give you a surround sound experience. Well, this will, however, be a strain on your car's battery. Don't forget about yeah, that. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So what you have to do is find out whether your radio can run without having to turn on the ignition. Nothing should stand in the way of your drive-in movie viewing pleasure in terms of energy supply. And one good thing is that if you go to the drive-in in the summer, you can open the windows and enjoy a gentle breeze. But, of course, in the fall or winter, in a colder climate, you may need to turn the heat on. Mm. So we recommend that you do check your battery ahead of time before you go out to the drive-in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's nothing worse than having a great time during the movie, but then being stranded there afterwards because your car battery died. Uh, not so great. And no, we don't want that. No. Okay. Now, moving on to tip number three. And, okay, it may sound a bit like a nagging parent, but it's actually very smart, and that is time management. <laughs> yeah, that does kind of sound too structured for a wild, fun night out at the cinema, but go on with it. <laughs> mm, I know, I know, but hang on, just hear me out. So... To be able to see the image on the screen, a drive-in movie can only really start when it's dark out, right? Right. Okay, so if you go to a drive-in in the summer, of course, the sun sets later, so they won't be showing the movie until it's pretty late in the evening. Oh, that is true. Yep, that's true. So please do make sure not to schedule any important appointments too early the next morning so you can have a fun night out at the movies and get to sleep in a little bit perhaps the next day and not be super tired on the next day. There you go. Okay, that totally makes sense. So, I don't know, no business meetings at 7 a.m. the next morning mm -hmm. when the movie mm -hmm. starts at not 10. Not a good idea. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, no. <laughs> and, of course, the same applies to actually getting there. I mean, think about it. Most drive-in locations are not going to be somewhere in the middle of downtown. Mm. They're probably going to be somewhere further out. So to make sure that you arrive relaxed and on time, despite any possible traffic jams or road work, you should check the traffic conditions and plan enough time to get there and find the best parking spot. Geez, Sarah, you do think of everything, don't you? Yes, I want to have fun at the drive-in, right? So a little time management can ensure that you do that. Most definitely. Okie dokie. So let's move on to number four and DJing off of what Sarah just mentioned, securing your parking spot. So... You know when you go to a movie theater with all the seats and all, when we used to do that before Corona, and you want to get the best seat, and if, I don't know, sometimes, depending upon the movie theater, you can reserve your seats in advance so you're not, you know, craning your neck if you're sitting in the front row? Yeah, yeah, but when it comes to drive-ins, usually there aren't any fixed spots. Exactly. Yeah, the rule is first come, first served. And unlike in normal movie theaters where the front row is breakneck alley, <laughs> 
In drive-ins, actually, the closer you are, the better. And that's because the screen at a drive-in is more comparable to your TV at home. So do get to the venue early and grab a spot in front or in the middle for the best viewing options. Awesome. And I think we just blew some podcast listeners' minds with that little tip and trick. Yes, it definitely is a game changer. <laughs> it sure is. All right. Last but not least, our fifth and final tip is the fun factor. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. So compared to normal theaters, the drive-in has one massive advantage. Eating, drinking, and talking to each other is allowed in your private box of a car. And no one is going to give you dirty looks or tell you to shush like in a normal movie theater. So here's what to do to amp up that fun factor. Yes, you can bring your own popcorn, whether you prefer salty or sweet like they do in Germany. You can maybe bring some chocolate, some ice cream, some other maybe healthier snacks. You can pack a cooler for your drinks. Heck, if you feel like it, you can bring party hats or streamers <laughs> or, I don't know, miniature disco balls to hang from the rearview mirrors if you feel like it. I mean, the options are endless, but just make sure your food is packed in resealable containers to keep things tidy. Oh, God, do I, do I sound like a mother? It kind of comes out. And most importantly, yes, still, despite all this, do have fun. A drive-in experience is what you make of it. Most definitely. And there you have it. Those are our five tips. Now, nothing's standing in your way for a perfect evening at the movies under the starry sky. So look for your nearest drive-in movie theater. And call up some friends, pack some food and beverages, and roll the film. Exactly. And who knows? Maybe if you're lucky, you may see some fireflies come out at night as well to add some magic to the evening. So, everyone, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Changing Lanes. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to our podcasts for future episodes. And, of course, to dive deeper into all things BMW, do head on over to BMW.com to learn more. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Sarah. And this has been Changing Lanes. <laughs>